0: Coming up, it turns out that Universal's Endless Summer Resort Surfside Inn & Suites will serve food, and we're going to talk about some of it. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal edition of The Diz Unplugged. (laughs) This is episode 221 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is also brought to you by Disboards.com. If you're looking for even more information to help you plan your Universal Orlando vacation, head over to Disboards.com and join the discussion today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host Craig Williams. I'm joined alongside by my co-host, Mr. Rhino Clevin. Hello. Nope, oh, I screwed up. Sorry. Let me start that over no, again okay. one more time. I am joined by my co-host Ryan the rhino clavin hello hi (laughs) welcome welcome thanks for being here thanks for having me yes so uh i'm gonna go ahead and get this off uh off the table right away on the table i don't know how that expression under works under
1: the table
0: i'm gonna go ahead and just say it right away this is going to be a shorter episode for you out here because uh, unfortunately we're pre-recording for the week we're going to be out in california and i mean we pre-record every week but uh, we have a lot to do to get ready for that and then when it comes to releasing the show uh, i'm going to be releasing it on on hotel wi-fi and that's always spotty so it's got to get done before uh it's got to be short sweet and to the point before we go and uh, i've already wasted just two minutes saying all of that and that's how life works but you know it's what we do but uh we've got a fun episode for you that's uh, podcasting and <laughs> yippee <laughs> yippee uh, <laughs> Oh gosh, callbacks. Okay. Uh, where was I? Oh, what we're gonna talk about this week? Uh, we're gonna talk about the food and drink coming to Universal's Endless Summer Resort, Surside Inn and Suites. Uh, you may have forgotten in all the haggard madness of the day that we're actually uh, we're we're actually looking forward to the fact that a new hotel is going to open up on June 27th. Yeah, I keep this forgetting. year. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, you know, you've, multiple times he's been like, when's that, when's that place opening up again sometime in July? And I'm like, no, June. Right after Hagrid. Yeah, if only they could have had them open up at the exact same time, everything would have been easier in life. But hey, space it out a little bit. It's, I'm surprised it's opening as soon as it did. They're really throwing it all together. I'm not saying it like that. They're not just throwing it together. It's going to be, I'm sure, a quality product. They're like putting all putting it together yes.
1: very well.
0: Yeah, very uh, quick. Well, we don't know on the wealth side. Yeah. but they're putting it together quickly, and it's it's looking promising based on the concept art, also based on uh, some of the food photos that we're going to just talk about here. But I'm I I'm always looking forward to the new food items that they they come up with. I was excited going into Aventura to see what it was like. I'm excited anytime they add a new food to a theme park uh that's when we get back we're going to try that barbecue that's happening at, at the classic monsters cafe i'll tell you that much mm-hmm. but yeah so uh, there's going we're let we should just jump into it the the food you can expect from universal's true value Resort, the one that's not located right on the main campus just across i4 on their their second campus of hotels now I don't know what they're Um, calling.
1: They use that word campus quite a bit.
0: Oh, and that's why I'm using it too. So uh, we're going to be able to get food at what they call the Beach Break Cafe. It's a casual dining food court at Surfside Inn and Suites, and you'll be able to take a break from your adventure in the parks and dig into some surfer-inspired dishes featuring Southern California flavors and fresh ingredients. Just like the surf culture, Beach Break Cafe dares to be different, offering food and drink from around the world in carefree, cool, and exciting setting from early morning to late at night. All within a family-friendly hotel.
1: I think it's hilarious that everything in Florida tries to be like California. It's yeah. always this California-inspired, this California-inspired. They're like we're a sweaty swamp that doesn't have anything to offer except for pseudo-California theming. I know. I I, I was trying to think of it. Well, when's the last
0: uh, you know we do it for California? When's the last time you've seen uh, seen anywhere in in California say you know what we want to try to aim to be Florida? I think they're just we're like we're the best and we know it i think the last time anyone from california cared about florida is when they went to open up a when when people from the office traveled to tallahassee i know they didn't actually probably <laughs> come to florida but i wish tallahassee mm.
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: yep so california doesn't care about florida florida wants to be california I think we've got that settled. So the Beach Break Cafe will be open for breakfast, lunch and dinner and will be inspired by food trucks, local joints and backyard barbecues. Um, BBQs. BBQs. The extra B- Oh, the BBC BBQs. No, this is the, the Beach B-B- Break Cafe's BBQ. Yeah, sure. So uh, we're going to go over what uh, Universal talked about already starting with breakfast and uh, like we always do with this, we'll We'll say what it is and we'll we'll also mention the description that they do and we'll give you our expertise input on whether or not they will be good just by reading a description and looking at the picture. So we're going to start with the bacon, egg, and cheese croissant, which I, if I'm correct, I believe this is going to be a croissant topped with bacon. <laughs> Eggs and cheese served with breakfast potatoes.
1: I can only imagine the description is so limited
0: here. <laughs> I'm going to say that
1: I'm not going to care for this sandwich. So I, I don't care. I don't. I don't care for a. I'm not a big. I don't, I'm not into bacon right now. I'm trying not. To, I'm trying to eat less pork. So I, it's not something that. I, it's a standard issue sandwich.
0: I, I mean, it, did we really need to reinvent the wheel? The croissant, which made a croissant sandwich famous. Yeah. Why it's. It, Hundreds of like potatoes. Hundreds of people a day at the Orlando International Airport stop off at the Burger King in the Delta Terminal just to get themselves a croissant witch. And that's the pinnacle of croissant sandwiches. So maybe it'll be good. Maybe it won't. But I think this next one, you're a little – well, you well, would I been, am excited. But then I've got to pull back that excitement based on your last statement that you just made. The next breakfast item they highlight is breakfast pizza. This is a sausage gravy base topped with oh I don't know about that I lost me there sorry no oh we will get into that just for one brief moment but topped with bacon scrambled eggs mozzarella and cheddar cheese I love breakfast pizzas I will try them anywhere and everywhere I go I agree with that to an extent. I do love them. I won't always try them. They have to be unique. And right here, this is one that's unique. I have I have personally never had a breakfast pizza that instead of having, you know, just a whether it's like a a garlic sauce base or, or you know, even like an olive oil base, they're going out all the way, and they're saying no, we're doubling down. Sausage gravy. Yeah, base. I've never, I've never had one like that before either. That's so. freaking baller that they're doing that. Oh. I, I, I'm a man who loves sausage gravy. I'm taking
1: a break from You're it. You're a man right who now. loves sausage gravy. I'm a man who loves sausage.
0: Yeah, that is very true, and I, I am taking a current break from sausage gravy because the the sausage I typically use to make my own sausage gravy at home the last time we bought it uh, from Publix. Uh, big oh. shout out to Publix. Oh you know. no. was it bad? It, oh, it was like I did not check the date on it because usually they're good about those products. Um, oh, I'm gonna start. Dying. And it was like a month <laughs> expired, oh, God. and when I cut it open Ugh. and smelled it, oh. I it's horrors 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 Blah. so yeah i'm I'm taking a break from it right now maybe i'll be ready to go in uh in the end of june here but
1: only time will tell just to be clear i was making a euphemism before i'm not really actually into the meat sausage <laughs> well you're also not
0: into the vegetarian sausage for the most part too i liked
1: the vegetarian sausage
0: i had before well a hot dog is a sausage and you
1: didn't care for the not vegetarian that one but dog. i did like a, i did like a vegan hot dog I, a vegan sausage i didn't care for the vegetarian hot dog those are and two different a hot
0: things. dog is still a sausage
1: <sighs> semantics no
0: Facts. Okay, let's move on to lunch and dinner. <laughs> let's move on to lunch <laughs> and dinner, starting with the Italian ciabatta. You got a ciabatta. This is ham, capicola, Genoa salami, provolone, red onion, tomato, shredded romaine, pepperoncini, red wine, vinaigrette. You know on I ciabatta.
1: Think. If you can't beat em, ciabatta.
0: I, I you know i typically agree with this so i think what they wanted to say with this is that it is a sandwich. deli sandwich <laughs>
1: like the, don't get me wrong the photography involved in these photo things is beautiful and the sandwich looks good but yeah like i like how they're like it seems like such a weird thing to go out of the way for one the the bacon egg and cheese croissant and then also this being like oh we've got hold your horses we've got A sandwich.
0: (laughs) I'm just concerned that it's gonna be from the people who brought you blondies. And I'm just nope, bye. Not gonna ciabatta on this one. Blondie. (laughs) Blondie. Oh, that Dagwood. Uh, Rhino, you ready for those SoCal flavors? Nothing says SoCal like an Italian ciabatta. My but favorite <laughs> thing about this post,
1: though, is it's SoCal, but then in parentheses, they're like Southern, Southern California. California. So you didn't know that it was Southern California. <laughs> I know. Well, it's. I think it's to not confuse uh,
0: people from Southern California because I once said SoCal to a Southern Californian person,
1: and they said, none of us actually say SoCal. Dude. Dude. None of us say that. We're out here catching waves. Uh maybe in Southern Carolina. Um I just love the idea of a meeting where if somebody was like, Okay, I've got it. We're calling it the SoCal Cobb Salad, and like there's like Becky in the corner was like, Um, excuse me. I think people are gonna be confused. (laughs) Maybe we should write in parentheses, Southern California. (laughs) On top of this, too, there's not
0: many moments where they, like, have to, they explain. Dude. (laughs) Dude. They also, like, most of these are photos with the ingredients listed or the
1: sides listed with it. But here they also had to go out. I didn't even see. Yeah, it actually has a (laughs) one-sentence description where they were like... All right, we need Tell to take you. full force of our fonts. Ready? Here's your description of the SoCal, Southern California, Cobb Salad. <laughs> Southern California is a region known for light, clean, and unique flavors. There, End I of I've description never before. <laughs> And it doesn't go into, like, another thing later that is also Southern California-themed. They just wanted to throw that out in this yeah. one post. We really—people
0: from around the world do not know anything about Southern California, so we are learning. Poor Michelle Russo, who made this post. I, I called you out on it. No. I'm sorry. This I, might be a first for you. So, uh, the so-called Southern Calif—so-cal <laughs> Southern California Camp Cobb Southern Salad.
1: damn right. go, <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> bruh (laughs) chimney rays (laughs) this is so stupid and incredibly offensive to anybody who lives a southern california lifestyle too i apologize i wish i lived Uh, in your state it just it's it
0: describes two people we know perfectly i would say One, I'm going to have them rename nameless. The other is our one Uber driver who was Indiana Jones for that short amount of time. Dude, I'm
1: also Megatron. Uh, Who brings an iPad to a theme park? That was me. I came up with that. Cool. (laughs) That was a good time. So Back
0: (laughs) back to this condom salad. Mm. Uh, It has chopped lettuce, tomatoes, Mm. avocado. Blue cheese. No, also, mm, sorry, I, I misread something. Yeah. Uh, bacon, mm. hard-boiled egg, mm. and avocado ranch dressing.
1: I do love avocado
0: ranch dressing. Uh, uh, we all know the Cobb salad inv- invented at the Hollywood uh, Brown Derby and a staple of California. So I did not this know fits. that. That's why if you go to the Hollywood Brown Derby restaurant at Disney's Hollywood Studios, you order their signature
1: Cobb salad. Why do they call it a SoCal Cobb salad then? If it was invented in California, doesn't the name? Isn't shouldn't it just be a, cow, a cob salad?
0: They it need doesn't to need to specify
1: the region if it is the original. Okay, well, moving on. Is not New England clam chowder? Is that the red or the white? Because New York I, clam I, chowder I, is red. I okay, understand. I I, I, I also, appreciate you. It's true. There are two different types of clam chowder. Yes. New England is white, and I believe it's New York is red. Yes, and, and it's, it's also a line from Ace Ventura. Yeah,
0: that's what I was trying to get at. It's a it's a passcode to to get in. When he's getting like in the that. club, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, okay, so moving from the coast of California to uh, back to Italy, we have the Caprizi Panini. Mm. It's a tomato, mozzarella, fresh basil, and a balsamic glaze. Panini.
1: Here's where I feel like they overdid the photography, too. Not to judge the person who did this, because again, I do think all this food photography is phenomenal. But it looks like somebody, like, dropped their chips on the edge of the table in this one. And then they're like, put that cardboard sandwich right here, too. <laughs> like, I, I I, don't mean to be rude. This one photo, all the photos are great. But it's just this one photo looks a little bizarre. But I like paninis, so. Okay. There we go. Yes, I mean, we, we had many a panini when we were in Italy. Yeah.
0: Panino. Panini, plural.
1: Mm, paninos.
0: Mm. Yep. Okay. Dude, Dude, are you ready to
1: catch a wave? Bruh, let's do it. What's what's the next one? It's Did. It's totes the pipeline burger. What? This way out burger. I added that. What? Thank you. Wait, what's a pipeline burger? Uh pipeline isn't a pipeline skateboarding? No, bruh. No, bruh. No, bruh. Oh, oh it's you a... gotta ride the pipe. I don't know, bro I've been hit with too many hard waves. I don't know where I'm going now. I don't know terminology. Anyway, this burger is inspired by the classic wave, so had I read, but one sentence further, I would have found out what a pipeline was. One of the most famous, oh, and here we go again. One of the most uh, famous and most photographed waves. Now, the question is... Beef.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's the answer. has, Has there only been one... Pipeline ever like the way it's written is one of the most famous and most photographed waves. Like it was oh, the one. Is it like the equivalent of Johnny Depp going out in public? And it's like oh oh, oh the rare the rare. Johnny you Depp. don't you don't ever see that.
1: I don't. It's the pipeline is the Johnny Depp wave of the ocean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> beef patty beef <laughs> top <Topped> twelve. <with laughs> Topped with caramelized onion, (laughs) bacon jam, and provolone cheese, served with crisp lettuce and vine-ripe tomatoes on a toasted bun. And then I just noticed right after they also included the the name of the next item.
1: (laughs) Okay, so this was not proofread very well either. Clearly, because it just says because I was reading this really quick. I read on a toasted bun tofu power bowl, and I was like, what the heck is that? I just want to point out too, so
0: far we've Beep. gone through one, two, three, four, five, six items, and four of the six have included bacon in some way for you. I know.
1: So. I know. I'm, I'm screwed.
0: Uh, well, I won't tell you what's on the next one because Beep. you're not going to be Actually, no. We have a tofu Power
1: Bowl with Baja Sauce. I thought this was, because this was the picture that's like the lead of the article, I thought this was salmon, Uh, not a pretty colored salmon, but... um, It's killer tofu. This actually looks pretty good. Yeah. If you're more of a carnivore, you can choose chicken or carne asada for this dish as well. (laughs) Cilantro, lime rice, quinoa, kale, red cabbage, and pickled carrots. Yeah, but you hate
0: cilantro. I sure do you think they'll make you uh, rice without cilantro for it
1: it depends you know like the chipotle rice too much cilantro in it for me i can taste it sometimes it's in there and i it doesn't bother me but we'll see okay we'll see i'm I'm definitely gonna try this one though it does look very tasty i've been staring at this photo which is also upside down Mm -hmm. um because the fork and knife are in the wrong place upside down Upside, I feel like no. that's the beginning of a Spice Girls song. Uh, Upside down. No, you, do, 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 you could be singing "Upside Down" by Jack Johnson. No, I'm definitely nope. not singing a Jack Johnson song. Unless it was okay. banana pancakes. Mm. Get on the get
0: one too many pipelines to the head, brah. That's Hawaii. They wouldn't have banana pancakes in California. Oh, uh, Hawaii. Yeah. Hey, spam. Hey, Rhino. <laughs> hey, instead of beef. Hey, Rhino. Yo.
1: You planning on acting like Cheryl Crow? I feel like I could guess where this is going, because every day is a winding road. No, uh, no, no, bro. You going to soak up the sun? So That's- I can't remember the words. <laughs> yeah, but it's close. I want to soak up the sun want to fool everyone. Those aren't the words. Nope, no.
0: Nope. Just, just keep hitting it. Uh, you soak up the sun, you're going to have a drink. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, one, two, three, four, five drinks I can guarantee you that neither one of us will have at any point in time.
1: They they're all look like they're in these hurricane glasses, and I'm assuming they're they're promoting this as like the wa- drinkware that you get. But.
0: Yeah, well, I'm sure you're, it's the drinkware you're going to get. It's just every single one of them sounds like I will need to go to the dentist after yeah. them. So the orange surfboard, orange vodka, coconut rum, triple sick, orange juice, splash of crayon, and beef.
1: Um, No, no beef in that one. Uh, topped the t- with beef on the side. The tidal wave, endless summer rum. So they have their own rum, apparently. Mm. Peach vodka, gin, peach schnapps, OJ, and pineapple juice. Did you say, is there peach in it? There's peach. A lot of peach.
0: Ooh. Surf in the Paloma. Mm. I'm assuming it's Spanish for surf. O N. E N. Surf and La Paloma. Like surfin', but surfing. Yeah.
1: Tequila, blood orange. Grapefruit juice, soda. There's the epic sunset, which in parentheses is frozen vodka, yeah. mango culata, and strawberry island oasis. What mm. is strawberry island oasis? It's that mixer that they uh, get out of the uh,
0: paper thing and they dump in. No, yeah, uh, yeah, toasted coconut mango mojito, frozen coconut rum mango
1: mojito island oasis. <laughs> Honestly i don't know i'm trying to think of one that i would even would even pick here maybe the tidal wave no 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 i i won't i won't
0: say that there's not going to be something obviously they're going for beach inspired drinks i will i will partake in a cocktail but all of these would be wildly too sweet for me i mean obviously the one that's uh the surf and paloma is essentially like a their take on a on a paloma yeah on a paloma yeah
1: <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> the name is in the title
0: is their dig on it i mean pretty it sounds like i could maybe withstand that you know grapefruit juice isn't as is numbingly sweet uh blood orange is though uh, to a point soda might cut it a little bit I, it's all good it's all
1: good um uh, you see yeah. they're not I, I don't like sweet drinks either but i feel like eli would be like every one of these drinks sounds amazing so I yeah. know we know people in our lives who will like these. I'm yes, sure. Yes, I I agree, and I think all the food. I'm looking
0: forward to it. If it's if it's half as good as it looks. I feel like we're in for a SoCal treat. Oh, bruh. Bruh. Can't even wait. Uh, Yeah, Catch that in the summer, bruh. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, we're going to move on to the questions real quick, just wrapping it up. Uh, Obviously, since we're recording this even a little bit earlier than usual, we didn't get a full amount of questions in, but for uh, next week's show that we'll record, if you do have questions you want to ask us to answer at the end, make sure you leave those down in the comments below on YouTube. Of course, you can always tweet at us at rhino, R-Y-N-O, 1185 on Twitter, or teleclaster one of the two or again just come over to youtube and find the comments for the show and leave it there Uh, but we're going to answer two quick ones Uh, the first one is going to come from our good friend mischief manage who has asked questions before but has just another question for you and i think that's a fun one to answer with universal adding more on-site properties do you think the early entry benefit is still worth it do you think they might expand the number of rides slash areas that can be accessed to counter the increase in on-site visitors I didn't listen.
1: Okay. (laughs) Sorry.
0: And action. Yeah. Question for you. (laughs) With Universal adding more on-site properties, do you think the early entry benefit is still worth it? Do you think they might expand the number of rides slash areas that can be accessed to counter the increase on-site visitors? I think early entry is always worth it. It's more time
1: in the park that you paid for Yep. But with the more hotels, that means more people can you get what they're do early saying, it's entry. It's a lot busier earlier in the day and stuff. But I, I mean, assuming those people are going to stay into the day, yeah. it you're still getting in ahead of a crowd.
0: Yeah, and I, I we also have to look at it as even though they offer early entry, how many people are actually taking advantage of it? I can say from from my time uh, working early entry days in the Wizarding World. While sometimes you could randomly get a small little buildup, especially if we didn't have like, if we weren't running full capacity at it, but most of the time there wasn't a lot of people coming in. But back when I did early entry, at least before, well, yeah, before Diagon Alley, which all was before Diagon Alley with it, uh, that was back in the day where we also had part of Marvel open for early entry. Mm. So it wasn't just the Wizarding World. The Wizarding World was the highlight, but then we also had marvel open so that did split it up Uh, obviously now you know you have you you have hogsmeade you have diagon alley whatever you choose you have volcano bay for early entry so i feel like they're giving you lots of different options even though they're adding hotel rooms you're not guaranteeing people are definitely going in for early entry some people want to sleep in on their vacation they don't care they've especially if they're staying at the express resorts if they're staying at the express resorts they already get express they don't need to go in for early entry so, uh, you know, that could change. If, if, if Hagrid's doesn't have Express Pass, then, you know, that's that's a big reason why you would want to go for early entry uh, coming up uh, once that's open. But, you know, I think, it's, I, think, I think if they felt like it was becoming less of a benefit of staying on site at their hotels,
1: they would make sure there was more open to make it worthwhile. I have the Sheryl Crow song stuck it in my head. I have literally listened to you give that entire answer and all I heard in the background the entire time was, um, and the sad God part so is,
0: so if this was like a bad SNL sketch, it would have cut away from me. Like it would have faded out on me talking, and it would have your, your like voice cut would to have been getting and, quieter, yeah.
1: and it would have cut to me hearing. Oh, <laughs> so Good, good. Well, I gave a good answer. There, no, it so. was, I listened to everything you said. Yeah, it just I heard you talk about Hagrids with Cheryl Crow yeah. in the background. You were just thinking
0: of a song that you still do not know any of the lyrics to, no. which is a bold move on your part. But, but I, yeah. I, I'm appreciated, isn't it? so uh, next up we have a question from phenomenal Brandy. Phenomenal I didn't want to say it like pronounce. that. I it's it's a fun name, and I can only see uh, Brandy's eyes and the top half of her nose, so mm. Brandy looks fun. Uh, says question: We try to watch all of the intellectual property source material to prep before our annual HHN trip. Nice. What are the must-see films to watch for Universal Classic Monsters House?
1: Oh, that's a I don't know. That's a tough one. Not
0: no. the movie Van Helsing. Yeah. Uh, first, you're going to want to watch the Benicio del Toro, uh, the, the uh, Wolfman. Right. And the, then you're going to want to move to Van Helsing.
1: I actually do like the Benicio del Toro Wolfman. Okay. Well, I've only seen it the once, though. The one time in the movie theater. And I remember yeah. thinking it was going to be the worst movie I'd ever seen. So my expectations were on the floor. No, you're going to want to watch Tom Cruise's The Mummy. You're going to want to watch Benicio del
0: Toro's The Wolfman, Van Helsing starring uh, starring Hugh Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman. And I think that's pretty much covering, right? Maybe yeah. the Incredible Hulk, the Eric Bana one? You just know.
1: Yeah. No, 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 no.
0: Um I would say Bride of Frankenstein. Mm, that's a bold move, skipping over Yeah. Skipping over Frankenstein and just going for the Bride of Frankenstein?
1: Yeah. I'd have to say I disagree with it. I like Bride of Frankenstein*. I like Frankenstein too. I don't know the older. See, the thing is with the older movies is uh, I I don't know how old this person is who asked the question. Um, You know, we live in a day and time. It's it's different for us because we also have an appreciation for older films. I'm not saying this person doesn't, and I'm not saying that you can't. But these movies are not paced like normal modern day movies. A lot of them.
0: Uh, yeah, agree and disagree with that. On, I will say like, I I do love all the classic monster movies, as we've talked about it many, many times on the show. Uh, I would say if you're looking I mean, honestly, you need to watch the flagship ones of, of all the monsters. Uh, so you need to watch the invisible man, the wolf man, the mummy, it's Frankenstein, creature, creature from the Dracula, moon? Creature from the Black Lagoon. I would also throw the bride of Frankenstein in there as well too, even though that's She's technically gonna make a it an sequel. Appearance. Yeah, it's so. Yeah, but it's a sequel, but it's not real it's like a pseudo, like yeah. it's t- Starts the tale over almost. Yeah, so I would start with those. You know, maybe go in a little Hunchback, maybe go in a little uh, Lon Chaney, Phantom of the Opera in there. But those are like the the ones you want to. If you if you don't really like or haven't watched the classic monsters movies before, you know, some people will tell you start with Dracula and work your way up on from that because Dracula was kind of the start of it. I would. I agree that that should be the place to start in terms of the long lineage of it. Uh, oh, we forgot to recommend Dracula Untold yeah. about that awful movie. Uh, I say go back a little <laughs> bit further, go Dracula 2000. Yeah. Dracula dead and loving it. Yeah. Uh, but I would... Bram Stoker's Dracula. That that's Keanu it. Reeves, yeah. come on. Bro. Doing an accent. Ca- California. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I would say for me... My while Frankenstein is my personal favorite, it does have its slow moments. But like if you've watched Young Frankenstein, then you already have an idea of kind of the the story of it, so you can actually I feel like you can appreciate the pace a little bit more because you might know how it plays out. But I think the the three to me that actually hold up with movies today, uh, the Wolfman, yeah, that's actually yeah, uh, that's one of. That that's one that I try to watch every year because I, I really genuinely love the Wolfman. I also think uh the Invisible Man is very, very uh the very very well paced with it and Claude Rains Jr. Did they say or Claude the, Rains? Yeah. Did they Jr. say the
1: Invisible Man was gonna be in the house?
0: They didn't, but you need to watch it anyways. What if he's what if he's always in there lurking? He's invisible. I mean, yeah. He could
1: be with you the entire time. You yeah. don't even know. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I would. I think that one also really holds up in The Mummy, too. Maybe it's just because we are so... The uh, Brendan Fraser. Well, that, that was also on the list after Dracula Untold with that. But uh, in Real Talk, uh, there's, there's so much of The Mummy, the original Mummy, in in the remake with brendan Fraser, obviously not the action adventure but a lot of the same a lot of the same plot lines with it so it does have a it does have a familiarity to it that it's these movies aren't long you know they're hour and a half and less uh so it's not like it's you have to work to get through them but i feel like those three are the the best uh the best in terms of pacing and entertainment and then then frankenstein for me again if you like if you love uh young frankenstein you know you know this general story of it i feel like i feel like that's also right in that realm i feel like dracula is very slow
1: uh yeah but, it's just dracula's lurking a lot yeah a lot of like <clears throat> he's just weird yeah And it, it, my recommendation is like to get through not to get through but you know some of them are great and you have to remember there were no there was these are the first there was nothing before this really you know and so it's like read up about them maybe go through some of the fun like imdb trivia and stuff and you know or go on go on a wikipedia search or something you know and that trivia is fun to watch while you yep. go through you know look for that stuff that they point out yeah and uh on top of that so we we already said that i will say
0: like i love creature from the black lagoon but it is definitely a movie of its time it Work is it, it's cheesy uh and i would say after all of those if you want a little bit of lightheartedness in it continuing your your fun with it go ahead and watch abbott and costello meet frankenstein it's oh, yeah, that's fun. classic fun good times what about scooby-doo oh yeah uh are we talking just the cartoon canon or are we talking uh live action okay so so we're we're okay it's, i i'm waiting for Scooby-Doo meets the Guardians of the Galaxy
1: in that whole plotline well he was on supernatural so there was a supernatural episode that was pretty good Scooby-Doo was on supernatural yeah oh. there was an episode a crossover episode so they were the they were in the cartoon and it was it was a great Scooby-Doo episode and a great supernatural episode but I like Scooby Doo meets the Wolf Man. Fantastic! I, I, it's been been a while, but uh, they like still make those weird they meet the monsters ones. I don't know why it's a weird thing. Well, uh, I mean, Scooby Doo's a thriving franchise still, apparently. Meanwhile, I can't even get Boomerang
0: on my TV to be in HD. I don't know if it is at all. I don't know what Boomerang is. It shows like Looney Tunes and classic uh, oh, classic yeah. cartoons. Yeah. yeah okay well that's it for this episode thanks for everyone for watching and listening of course as always uh, you can leave us comments uh, on this show for with questions you can leave us questions for this next week's show in the comments of this week's show. If you need more information, com. home of the show notes page for this show and all the others with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our email address, podcast at com, and so much more. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead, subscribe, hit that bell so you get notified when there's new videos out there and then uh, leave us comments and Hit that thumbs up if you're listening to this on iTunes. Go ahead, leave us, uh, leave us uh, some some feedback there. Rate and review us if you're listening on any other platform that you can do that. Go ahead and do it, and uh, yeah, just make sure you're subscribed so you get all the new episodes. So, um, thank you, everyone out there, for listening, li- whistling, whistling, listening, and watching. Thank you, Rhino. Thank you, and we'll see Bye. you again next week <laughs> with the next episode of the Did Universal Edition.